motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson, and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. Today is episode 97 of season five. That means we are just a handful of episodes away from getting to 100 episodes. Let's all have little golf claps for that. I mean, let's celebrate because what a dream this is that I didn't even know I had, right? I started it just for fun and here we are now. And when I started it, I was a new mom to Stetson. It's now blossomed into Stetson being a toddler and another baby on the way, which we found out is a baby boy and he does have a name, but we have not been able to tell all of our family yet. So we're going to wait and announce the name later, but I'm so excited just about what life has in store for us in these next few months. And I'm so thrilled that this podcast is continuing to grow and reach so many people. I actually had a lot of people message me about the Halloween episode and that one, I'm not going to say that I didn't like that episode, but as I said in it, Halloween is just not my favorite holiday. And so I didn't know that so many people would enjoy it. And I had people tell me they had never heard of the candy witch and they were going to do that. And the idea of decorating the Halloween bags and the buckets, they love that. And I think now more than ever with COVID changing things and uh, rules being put in place that may not have been there before when we were growing up, I think it's great that we're finding little ways to be more creative. So that way Halloween and these little holidays that mean a lot to kids can have that spark still. So thank you for reaching out about your love for that episode. I appreciate it. Today's episode is more of a how should I say, a more serious episode, I guess. It's one where I think that in adulthood, we all find ourselves in this situation and it's something that needs to be addressed, especially with the holidays approaching and with people realizing that, you know, we just, we can't be everything for everyone. And so we've done our Halloween episode. We've done the one about successful fighting in your marriage. And today we are talking about say yes to saying no. So that sounds bizarre because you're like, say yes to saying no. What are you talking about? We are going to break it down. Don't you worry. Grab your coffee, have a seat. It's coming. So I'm very thrilled and I'm even more thrilled because today my son is with his grandparents. He is staying with them for a few days. We came home from South Carolina and he wanted to stay there and see his other grandparents and his cousins and he was not ready to come home and they graciously offered to keep him for a few days. So he is living his best life there. My husband's at work, which means that my house is about to get scrubbed from top to bottom. I'm so thrilled. I'm recording this episode in silence. Everything is what my dreams are made of right now. So I hope y'all enjoy this quiet episode. I can't guarantee that there will be more like this, but we are going to take this one while we have it. So let's jump right into today's episode, episode 97 of Say Yes to Saying No. Today's episode is from the category growth. So we talked about our categories and this one is from the growth category. So if you're a note taker, go under your growth tab, write it down. Let's get started. So Some people aren't type two Enneagrams and they aren't people pleasers. Sadly, I am both of those things. I am a type two Enneagram, I'm a people pleaser, and 
I've taken the Enneagram test probably, I'd say eight or 10 times. And I always like have my fingers crossed. I'm like, please just be something else. And it's a type two every time. And it's just who I am as a person. I wish I could change it, but I can't. I always want to help others. I want others to know without a doubt I'm in their corner, even if that means not being in my own corner at times. And I never want to hurt people's feelings. While all that sounds so kind and wholesome, it can actually be very toxic to a marriage and how I raise my babies. We live in a world where there's 24 hours in a day and every single minute within those hours seems to be spoken for in one way or another. You wake up, get yourself and the kids ready, take them to school, go to work, go to the gym, take kids to their practices after school, get groceries, come home, clean the house, cook dinner, help kids with homework, pack their lunches and get things prepared for the next day, make sure everyone has showered, everything's set up and ready to go for school the next day, spend what five seconds you have of downtime with your spouse, go to bed, get up, do it all over again tomorrow. Everybody knows what that's like, I can imagine. I mean, we all are like, it's just like a routine. We're living on repeat at this point. And then you get to the weekends and those are spoken for before they even arrive as well. You've got this birthday party to go to, this event for church, that wedding, this sporting event your child is in, this project to work on with your child that's due Monday. And maybe after all that, you're lucky to spend just a slither of the weekend having some quality time with the ones in your household. All of that is down to a T, the reality of so many of our lives. With all of those tasks on our daily plates, we have very little attention and time left to give to the rest of the world. Even if we hate the idea of it, we have no choice but to say no sometimes. Today, I'm going to tell you reasons why you should get more comfortable saying no. Also, before we go any further, a brief footnote. I don't mean, when I say saying no, I don't mean, thanks girl for the invite, I'll let you know soon. That's not saying no. I mean, when they invite you to the event or whatever it is, and you already know in your head that you just don't want to go or your schedule's not going to allow it, or there's just a huge chance you're most likely not going to make it, you need to let them know then, thank you so much for the invite, but unfortunately, we're not going to be able to attend. Or you could say, thank you so much for the invite, but with the way our schedule is lately, I'm pretty certain we won't be able to attend, but I will let you know. Just kind of let them know from the jump that either you're not going or don't hold your breath because you're probably not going. That's only fair to them to know in advance as well because before I even get in this list, don't be that person that's like, oh, let me ask my wife and I'll let you know. Tyler used to do that to me and I was like, look, if you already know we're not going, do not throw me under the bus, okay? I've done it to him too, to be fair, (laughs) but don't say, let me talk to my spouse or let me do this, let me do that. If you know you're just probably not going to go, just go ahead and let them know in advance. Just be straight up about it because there's no reason for anybody to waste their time or spend money on sending you an invitation or anything like that. Just be clear up front. But Let's get rid of all that right now and focus on what we have in front of us, which are the five points of saying yes to saying no. So point number one, saying yes to that task or that person is you saying no to yourself, your family time. So even though you're saying yes to going to little Susie's birthday party, you're still saying no to your family, your family time, doing the house chores that have been staring at you for a week that are keeping you up at night, you're still saying no to something. So don't think that saying yes to something you don't want to do is like, oh, I'm a people pleaser. I'm doing the right thing. I'm saying yes. 
you are saying yes, but you're also saying no to other things. So you need to make sure that what you're saying yes to is what is most important to you. Because somebody's going to get turned down, whether it's you, the person, or the task. Somebody's going to get a no. Somebody's going to get a yes. Make sure that what you are most content with that will be the most beneficial for you, your mental health, and your situation is what you're saying yes to. Just be mindful of that. Point number two, make a compromise. Say no to part of the request if you think the other part of it can be met. Here's an example. We come home for the wedding that Tyler was in uh, a few weekends ago. We come home that weekend specifically for that wedding. That was not us saying, hey, let's just go home this weekend. It was, we are coming home. We are going to the rehearsal dinner this day, the wedding that day. We have things to do. We have our schedule planned out. This is the entire reason for the trip. That said, every time we come home, because my family and Tyler's family are both from South Carolina, different parts, but they're all from the same state, Every time we come home, you know, everyone wants to see us. But the reality is there's just not enough time when we come home to see everyone. We have family in all different parts of the states. We come home in one vehicle, so we can't just leave the other one stranded while we go. I go see these people and he sees them or whatever. It's just not ideal for us to be in so many places within one weekend. So because of that, if we have family reach out to us and say, hey, you're coming home for this wedding. We'd love to see you this weekend or whatever. If we can't do it, we can't do it. And that weekend, we just couldn't. So if someone wanted to see us, it would be ideal for us to say, hey, this weekend's just not going to work. However, if you would like to come see us in Georgia, we have a guest room. You're welcome to stay. You can stay during the week. You can stay on the weekends. I don't work, so I'm at home. If they want to come during the week, that's fine. If they want to come on the weekend when me and Tyler are both here, they're welcome to do that. But give them an alternative because sometimes saying no isn't just shutting down the whole idea and the operation. Sometimes you're saying no because at that point in time, it's just not the best, but you're not saying no to seeing that person all together or anything like that. You're just saying, hey, at that moment in our schedule or that week or whatever, it's just not a good week for us, but this week looks better. Or maybe if you have free time, you know any of these weeks are fine with us for you to come to us. So the issue could be, you can't go to them or you can't stay in their location for that amount of time. But if they can come to you and stay in your location, the situation can work. Does that make sense? So it's all about making sure you look at all aspects of the situation. And if you just don't want to be around those people and you're like, look, it's not even about the time. It's not about location. It is just not something I'm interested in. Just tell them, say, hey, we're busy lately. It's just not going to work. That's up to you, though. It just depends. I mean, I can't speak on that for you. But if you can make a compromise and you want to see these people or whatever, you know, just say, hey, not now, but this time is better. All right. So next point, point number three, I think. Are we at point number three? We are at point number three. Beautiful. All right. Learning to say no will piss people off, but that doesn't make it wrong. That is something that I just had to literally engrave in my brain because As a people pleaser, I don't ever want someone mad at me. And if I'm doing something that, how do I say this, that I know is going to make someone mad. Like if I say, hey, like, you know, I just have so much housework to catch up on. And I tell them that and I know it's going to make them mad. I'm like, you know what? The housework can wait. It's fine. I'll do it later. And then I come home exhausted from whatever it is I did to make this person happy, whatever event or thing. And then I come home and all this housework's waiting on me. I have no time to get it done. 
it's just, it's a mess. It's like I've torn myself down twice because I did, went and did something I didn't care to do. I didn't have time to do. And then I come home to the thing I've abandoned and now I have to figure out how to get that done. And it's just, it's not a good recipe for mental health. It's never going to be. So when you learn to say no, it's going to piss people off, but it has to happen. An example of that is when you get married, you have to understand that this is going to happen a lot. And I don't mean you're going to piss off your in-laws. I mean, you're going to piss off your family, your friends, everybody. Because luckily, example, my husband and I are from the same state. Like I said, South Carolina is not that big. It's not like we're both from Texas or something. So because we're in a military relationship, I don't know anyone else, honestly, that we've ever met in the military that met in a random state and both happened to be from the same state. Like we have friends that, you know, they're in the military and they're married, but they were high school sweethearts, that kind of thing. Tyler and I did not know each other at all. We met in Nashville randomly and we both happened to be from South Carolina and then we got married. All of our other friends, you know, they may have met randomly and she's from New Mexico and he's from Delaware. And now that they're married in a military relationship, you know, it's either we're going to see her people or mine. It's not the same as our situation where they're all in the same state. That has pros and cons, but that's beside the point. When we go home with all of our families there, we can't just say, oh, it's Thanksgiving. So we're going to go see my dad, my mom, your dad, your mom, your nana and papa, you know, this, we can't go see everyone on Thanksgiving just because everyone lives within the same state. That's not how that works. So there are times we have to hurt people's feelings and say, look, all of this group of people live in this area. It makes the most sense for us to go there because this is where the majority of family is. If you want to come here to see us, you can. If you want to come to our home, we just can't spread ourselves thin driving all the way from Georgia to South Carolina almost five hours with a kid and two dogs to go see you and then drive another 150 miles to go see them. And then, you know, it's just not ideal. So we've had to hurt people's feelings several occasions. And I'm here to tell you when this next baby comes, we're going to have to hurt feelings again, because when you add a new baby to your family, everybody wants to feel important. They want you to spread yourself thin for them. And you have to let them know, hey, I I can't cater everything in my family right now to all of our extended family. It's not going to work. So be prepared when you get married, especially you're going to piss people off. Maybe at your job, you're going to piss people off. But there are times you just have to say no. When I was a server, I worked at a couple of different restaurants. There were certain serving jobs I had where I would work three doubles in a row. And finally, I'd get a day off and then they'd call me that morning and say, hey, so-and-so called in sick. Can you just come in for a few hours? You'll be the first cut, the first one to go home. I was like, all right, fine. I come in, work for a few hours. It's time to be cut. And they say, hey, she's not coming in tonight either, or we can't get her shift covered. Can you work a double? And I would do it. I wouldn't say no. And the fact is, is that I was replaceable. As soon as I moved or whatever happened, when we moved states with the army, they replaced me and that's fine, but I was replaceable. So I can't spread myself thin in areas where you're going to be forgotten and you're going to be replaced, especially. But I went on a wild goose chase with that point number three just now. And I apologize for that, but all that is very true. So now down to point number four, We're almost done. I hope I'm not rambling because I'm very passionate about this topic. It has really helped me so much to just understand that saying no is such a stress reliever once you get comfortable enough to do it. So I'm sorry if I sound like I'm off the walls, but the coffee has kicked in and so has the passion. (laughs) So here it is. But point number four, saying yes to everything makes nothing special. 
So this may sound weird, but, you know, if you go to a church that you've grown up in, you know, your parents got married there, you're very well known there, all that's fine and dandy. But every time that church hosts a fundraiser or something for the nursing home or a Christmas thing, you know, like a a Christmas, you come together and you decorate the church for Christmas or any of that, you know what I mean? You don't have to be a part of all of it. I love my church growing up and I'm so thankful I had it because I met great people. I have a lot of memories there from my childhood, but there is still times that you have to just choose your family, your mental health, your home life over everything else. And God, the God that I serve, the God I've read about in the Bible has never once said, abandon your family, abandon your immediate family in your home, abandon keeping your home clean, your mental health secure, abandon all that and go do the car wash for the Vacation Bible School fundraiser, the fifth one this year. No, don't do that. There is no reason for you to sit here and push everything else that matters to you, that you love, to the side, to be a part of every single small dinner, fundraiser, Bible study, everything, because you just can't do it. Just because it's offered and it's there in front of you doesn't mean you have to do it. And the thing is, is that when you say yes to everything, it starts to make things not so special. And so you'll build resentment. And when you're like, gosh, like I'm just so ready for vacation Bible school to be over. I'm tired of these fundraisers. I'm tired of all these meetings, giving ideas for the theme. And I'm tired of doing this. You're already over it before it's even started. Vacation Bible School is meant to show kids how to look at Jesus from their eyes and learn on their level about Jesus. And if you are frustrated by the process, by the time it gets there, you're going to wish the whole process over and miss out on the joy of it. And that's not what life is about. You don't need to let your joy be robbed because you're overexerting yourself in all these areas. Now, another side of that is let's say that it's not a church thing. Let's say that there's a coworker and you don't even like, and maybe she doesn't even know you don't like her, but you don't, and you know you don't like her, and she invites you to her wedding. Okay, great. You got invited to her wedding. That doesn't mean you have to go. Just because all your other coworkers are going, even though you just got invited, if you don't like her, don't go. You need to go to a wedding of people whose love story you admire, who you actually want to see, like spend time with them. You want to see them have kids and raise their kids and spend time with them and their kids spend time with your kids. And you don't go to a wedding just because it's an open bar and a free dinner. That's horrible. Make sure that when you're taking part in something and you're investing your time in something, when that time could be invested in your own family, in your own home, in your own mental health, and you're spreading that time elsewhere, make sure it's for something that matters to you. Don't ever think so little of yourself to say, you know what, I only get 24 hours in the day and all the other 20 are accounted for, but I'm going to take these last four and go to this wedding for this girl that honestly, I don't even think the marriage is going to last and I don't like her, but I'm going to go. Don't do that. Have more pride in yourself and your time and your time on this earth and be more respectful to them and just tell them when you RSVP, hey, I'm sorry, I can't go, but I wish y'all the best. I know you're going to look beautiful. Comment on her Facebook pictures. She's not going to lose sleep at night. That's one less plate she's got to pay for, one less chair she's got to rent. The people that matter will be there and that's all that matters. So make sure that you're not saying yes to everything because then it has a way of making things not as special. Last point. Point number five, do not feel guilty for saying no. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is something that happened because 
let's see, what month is it? October. So last year, around like this week of last year, I squatted down to pick up my car keys that I had dropped and I had my son on my hip and something about the uneven weight made my right knee completely dislocate. I dislocated my left knee in high school. Now the right one's been dislocated. So now they're even. I wish I was joking. I'm dead serious. I squatted down. Boom. It was loud. It hurt. I was in a straight leg brace for two months. It was awful. And a few days before that, my husband had left for Korea for eight month deployment. So it was just a grand time for that to happen. Let me just say, but I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything because my leg was completely straight. It was awful. And actually one of my listeners on this podcast, she is from the town next to mine and we've never hung out, but I know her name. I've heard of her. And she asked me, she's like, Hey, I'd like to mail you something. Can I have your address? I was like, yeah, sure. So she mailed me this precious little book for um, my son to have. And she sent me an invitation to her wedding in this sweet handwritten note that is still on my fridge today. And I'm never going to get rid of it. I am that person. If you send me a card or a note, I will never get rid of it. I keep it forever. I hoard them and I read them all the time. Judge me. I don't care. But she sent me a note and she said, hey, I hope this isn't creepy. I know we've never hung out but we know of each other, but I love your podcast. You seem like a friend to me. I would love to invite you to my wedding. And I started bawling, first of all, because wow, the power of this podcast, I will literally cover up the date, her name, everything. And I'll post it on my Instagram story. So you won't know what I'm talking about. But it literally like I literally sobbed. I was like, what even like who knew this podcast could do that first of all, but it wasn't weird to me at all. It was beautiful. And that meant so much to me. That's exactly what I want for this space. And so I wanted so bad to go to her wedding, but I had gotten hurt and I wasn't able to drive and I had to start therapy and my husband was gone and it was a horrible situation. It really was. And I hated so much, but for those next few months, I just could not I couldn't commit to anything because it was just, I had to take care of my son, my two dogs without my husband. We lived a state away from all of our family. So it was a lot. And I just, you know, I didn't want to say I was going to go and then the day before not be able to go. But I told her, I was like, yes, I'd love to go. And then, you know, I couldn't get my knee rehabilitated enough to drive. And so I told her, I was like, I just can't go. And I felt horrible. I felt guilty. But the reality was I just couldn't go. I couldn't make it happen my health was not where it needed to be for me to drive. I couldn't do it. And so I felt horrible, but the answer was just no. And so sometimes in life, even when you just want to cry because you're like, I just don't want to tell this person, no, I'm going to feel so guilty. I'm going to feel so bad about it. You just have to say no. Like it's, it sucks. It does. And you know, life has hard times, but sometimes the universe and God and your heart is going to tell you, look, I know you don't want this to be the way it is, but this is the way it is. And in the end, you know, either they'll understand or they won't. And so sometimes you just have to say, no, you know, I'm so sorry. I can't make it to this. And I'm so sorry. We can't be a part of that, but we just have to have a weekend at home with our family to recharge. We are going and going throughout the week and we just have to have time at home to reset, to keep this house functioning the way it needs to. And I'm here to tell you, even if you have a reason like I did that was out of my control, like I dislocated my knee, I couldn't drive. Or if you get invited to Thanksgiving dinner in all thousand different counties and you're like, hey, our car broke down, we can't make it. You know, even if you have reasons out of your control and people understand that, 
what even if they don't understand your other reasons that are like hey um we just can't make it like you know we're exhausted we need a weekend at home not entertaining people we just have to have a weekend to recharge even if they don't understand that that reason is just as good if not more as hey i legitimately am in crutches with a straight leg brace or hey we don't have a car that's functioning right now that reason is still valid so whether or not you feel guilt whether or not they accept it that reason is a reason and it is valid and don't let anybody tell you different it i mean i'm not saying you know if you agree to be in someone's wedding the day of the wedding don't be like hey got a headache can't make it that's a little different but you get what i'm saying you know just don't be scared to not make plans to do something to turn down plans when they are offered to you right then that's okay we are human that's how it is but at the end of the day always make sure that you are pouring into your own cup you are pouring into your family's cup and you are understanding that we have a limited time on this earth and we don't know how much time that is with covid being the way it is with so many other factors in this world people's lives are cut short and just completely ending at the drop of a hat we have to make sure that we are valuing those around us and valuing ourselves because if we just spread ourselves thin forever that's not using your life the way god gave it to you and how he wanted it to be used so don't do that to yourself y'all growth is a serious thing it's hard it's uncomfortable but it has to happen and so with the holidays approaching with people asking you hey let's meet up and all this and you know you've only got x amount of dollars and you got to buy christmas gifts and then you know you have this coming up and that coming up just learn to say no it's okay or give an alternative if you're like hey i can't afford to go out but you're welcome to come to my house we can watch lifetime movies we can eat snacks add alternatives try it if they don't want to do that and they're like no actually i want to go out they didn't want to hang out with you anyway or you know if you tell them you can't afford to do something and they don't offer to pay for you which they're not required to but if they don't offer to pay for you or they're like oh you can't afford it and they just cut you off after that you're not meant to be in their life and they're not meant to be in your story forever and that's okay so please take this episode and know that i'm not a professional i'm not some genius but as a professional people pleaser and a professional Enneagram 2 who is a strong Enneagram 2 and a strong people pleaser, I have stepped out of my comfort zone and learned to say no and I have no regrets, I promise. And if you need to message me privately and be like, look girl, this is my situation. I need to say no so bad and I just don't know the right way to do it. I don't wanna end friendships or I don't wanna start a riot, but I just need to say no. Let me help you with that. I might can give you advice. I might can try to help. I don't know, but I'm always here to try. So I hope that this episode has made some of you feel heard and seen and you have a little bit of peace of mind. And I wish y'all all the best. I love y'all dearly. Again, holiday season's coming up. I don't know how many episodes we will have between now and Christmas, but I am trying to get them out as best I can. I will let y'all know more in the episodes to come. Have a great day. God bless and keep your chaos under control. I'll see you next time.